Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there? We love you so much here at the Autumn Miles Show. All of us do. It takes a village over here to make this thing go to make this thing happen. We meet several times a week. And you know what? You are always on our minds when we do. Um, You're not far. Uh, So just want to let you know someone's thinking about you and praying for you. Uh, Thank you for listening. Those of you who are listening. Um, We also are podcasting one of these shows every week. We've we've got quite a following with our podcast. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, A lot of people are downloading it. And you know, I love a podcast too, people. I've got my people that I listen to every single week that I don't want to miss because man, they just feed my spirit. Um, If you miss the show one day. Um, we are putting up those podcasts on Wednesday. So Wednesday, you can go to iTunes, search Autumn Miles, and my podcast will pop up. And um, hopefully, you'll you'll hear something that the Lord needs you to hear that day. But podcast is a, is a great way to connect with us. We have several on there. Um, and some of them are for from last year when we did the daily show last year. So I would encourage you to go and just kind of listen along if you need some sort of encouragement. Um, also follow us on social media. A lot of y'all do bless your little hearts. Love y'all so much. Facebook is where we do our spiritual stuff. And then Instagram, you can log on and see my babies. Um, my four little nuggets. Well, actually, I guess a sixth grader, you can't really call a nugget, but uh, she's in sixth grade, fourth grade, two, two and a half year olds um, are on there. We are also listener supported. That's right. That's right. We need your donation. Um, we we want to expand, you know, uh, and, and, and do a lot of really, really cool stuff with this, but we are listener supported. So if you'd like to um, you know, support us, head on over to autumnmiles.com and you can click the little support button. We'll take your money. Uh, no problem. We would put it to good use for the glory of the Lord. I want to talk to you guys about, and I talk, I talk about this a lot, a lot. Um, and I'll probably keep talking about it waiting. Um, but I was, I was encouraged by this passage of scripture. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and this is for you who's waiting, but you're praying um, and you're asking the Lord, you know what, Lord, I really, really want this. I really, really want to get married. I really, really want to have children. I really want to go to the next level in my business or ministry or whatever it is. Um, I really want my son to become a Christian. I really want him to follow um, the Lord. Those of you that are waiting, but praying, uh, this this uh, show is going to be for you today. I want to read the scripture first. And you guys will know the story. Of course, it's going to be very, very familiar. Those of those of you Bible believing folk out there. Um, Exodus three, guess who we're talking about? Moses. He's my fave. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm going to read the whole burning bush passage of scripture. I think it's, I think, I just think it's a beautiful passage of scripture. It's so beautiful when God uh, stops us and um, speaks purpose into us. A lot of you guys need to step into your purposes and stop, uh, <laughs> stop playing around. You know, I call those Christians the ones that just kind of play around. Um, stop playing around. Y'all, some of you guys need to step into it, step into that purpose. God maybe has already told you what it is and you need to um, follow the steps that he gives you. I just think it's a beautiful passage of scripture reminding us all that we are not here just to exist. You're not here just to work um, and die. That's not why you're here. Okay. You are here. You were created on purpose um, to walk in the calling that God has placed on your life that he literally created you for. You were not created without a calling. It happened both of the, both at the same time. The very reason you were created was for your calling. Um, anyway, I think it's a beautiful, just a beautiful passage. It, it encourages me to stick with my calling on hard days. Now Moses was pasturing the flock of Jethro with his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not consumed. So Moses says, I must turn aside now and see this marvelous light. Why this bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, don't come near here. Remove your sandals from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said also, I love this before he states why he is there. He defines who he is. We're going to talk about why he is there in a second. But I, I, I want you to know that um, when God asks you to do something, it he always uh, defines who he is and he defines who he is a lot. That's why God says, you know, look in God's word for direction because God's word is God defining who he is to you and giving you clear direction. I, I, I love that he does that every time I am seeking direction from God. It's almost like I'll have this amazing uh, moment with the Lord when God will show me who he is from his word. And he does this uh, to Moses. I am God, your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. And this is what he says. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters. For I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and bring them up from bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite. Now behold, the cries of the sons of Israel have come to me. Furthermore, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Now, I bring you to this passage to tell you 
that while God is having a conversation with Moses, the Israelites are crying out to him. The Israelites were clearly telling him, and he tells us right here, I have seen the affliction of my people. I have given heed to their cry. His very presence in front of Moses was giving heed to the cries of the nation of Israel because of their taskmasters. I am aware of their suffering. I have come down to deliver. Now, did God tell the Israelites who were suffering in Egypt, that he had a meeting appointment, a business meeting with Moses at the burning bush. No, it doesn't tell us that in scripture. So I'm assuming they didn't know. All they knew was that they needed to cry out to the Lord because what they were experiencing was overwhelming. God is working. While you pray, as you wait, he is so active that you may not even realize he is having business meetings with the Moseses that are going to come through um, and help you in your situation. God is working as you pray while you wait. The crazy thing about us is that we, um, we, when we don't see an answer to prayer for two weeks, three weeks, you know, a month, I had someone message me the other day and they're like, I started praying about this two weeks ago and it just hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Two weeks? That's crazy. Uh, the nation of Israel was in bondage for hundreds of years. You know, God, we, we get so impatient in praying because we're not used to praying, producing something for us. When you pray and, and, and you wait the very first time and you see what your prayer can produce because eventually God comes through, it will strengthen your prayer life to pray and wait longer and longer and longer. It is um, in this passage of scripture that I have drawn such incredible comfort and I pray that it will um, bring comfort to you today. He's heard your cry. He's seen your tears and he understands your prayer engages a God that is waiting to be engaged. He wants to be active on your behalf. He wants you to call out to him. I was just praying this morning and in the scriptures this morning and God just challenged me, you know, what are you asking me for? What are you asking me for this week? What are you asking me to do for you today? I'm here as your ultimate resource. What are you asking me to do? And I, you know, I had to kind of sit up cause I was, I was in, enjoying the scriptures and started praying just this morning about asking God to intervene and inter interject in one area of my life. What are you asking from our God? He's not a God that is interested on sitting on a shelf. He is a God that must be engaged by his people. When you start praying, 
God starts working. Uh, if you're uh, joining us today, I just I just want to um, encourage those of you that are waiting. Uh, we're talking about waiting today. I talk about this a lot just because we got a lot of problems with this. We are super, super, super impatient people. Can I get an amen? Um, it, our culture, you know, pff, you can go through a drive through and get something in five minutes. And you don't if you don't get it in five minutes, you'll complain about not getting it in five minutes and you'll write a bad comment card. OK, um, we, we don't wait well. And I, I this is the number one thing that comes through my my inboxes on my social media and my email is people, listen, I'm waiting for this man. I'm waiting for this opportunity. I'm waiting for the money to come through. Um, and I just want to encourage you, first of all, if you're not praying to pray because it engages a God that can act on your behalf. Um, and we are talking, of course, about the great business meeting, the great supernatural um, meeting that happened between God and Moses at the burning bush. The Bible says very clearly, I have seen. I am aware God is telling this to Moses. I have come down to deliver. And I and to bring them up. The cry has come to my ears. I have seen the oppression. I wrote that out in my Bible because sometimes I just need to, I need to be reminded. I've seen autumn. I've seen how they've hurt you. I've seen what you're waiting for. I've seen um, what you're asking for. I've seen the situation. I see from all sides. You see from one side. I see what I'm going to do. I have seen. Don't you? Sometimes we just need to know that God has seen. The second one he says is, I am aware. Not only have I seen, I have an awareness of it. It is on my mind. I am thinking about it. I need to know that God thinks about my problems and he knows how to get me out of it. I have seen, I'm aware, I have come down to deliver. Um, This is one of the greatest things about God is that he doesn't stop before he delivers. And some of us need to be delivered today. And some of us need to know that there is a God that will stop at nothing before he delivers. He will come through. He will give you that answer to prayer. Um, When it is in accordance with his word, he will perform for you because he is a good, good father. My cry, I need to know my cry is coming to his ears. I need to know that when I speak out, I need to know that when I, you know, when nobody sees, when my husband doesn't even see, when my kids, so I don't cry in front of my kids very much, but I do sometimes, you know, I'm a mom. Um, I need to know that, that, that when I cry, when I am hurt, when I am waiting, when I am impatient, when I am frustrated with the process, I need to know that my cry has come up to his ears and he knows that I need him. I need to know the next thing that he says is I have seen the oppression. I need to know that when I am oppressed by the enemy, that when I am oppressed by Satan, that when I am pressed on every side, that when I feel like humanly, I cannot handle it another day. I need to know that God sees it. 
and he is working. And my prayer, my cry is engaging a God while I wait for him to work. Some of you guys have been praying for a really, 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 really long time. You know, 10 years, 20 years. I've heard lots of prayer requests go 30 years. Um, and you've been praying and, and praying. And I want to encourage you that just like the nation of Israel, as they cried out to God, he has heard. He's seen your situation. He understands. And he is working. You know, when then when the thing comes that we have prayed for and it's standing right in front of us, um, sometimes, you know, the, all the work is done. When we see the thing that we are praying for, when God brings the opportunity, when he brings the mate, when he brings the child, whatever it is, his work is complete. So as you are waiting, while you are praying, God is working out circumstances that must come together in order to provide you with the answer that you are praying for. This is hard. Don't. Give up in your prayer. You know, I, um, I wrote a book called Appointed, and um, I talk about the fact that it, it took 10 years before I was able to start my ministry. Um, and, and I learned how to pray in a lot of different ways. I learned how to pray, pray the thing through. I knew that there was going to be a time period that I would have to wait and I was not going to stop praying until God came through. I just, there was something, just a holy boldness that came up in my soul. I knew what I was praying for was in accordance to his will because he told me from his word and I started praying and continued praying and year after year I would continue praying, Lord, I'm looking out for my ministry. Lord, help me not to miss an opportunity. Help me not to miss whatever. And and I prayed until the thing happened. I also learned how to pray expectantly. You have to pray the thing through. Don't stop praying until you see it when it is in accordance with God's word. Don't you dare stop praying for that thing until you look at it. You have to pray expectantly. Um, and these prayers uh, take on a, a little bit different tone. You know, Lord, I expect you to do what you say you're going to do. A lot of times I will literally take God's word and pray it back to him. I say this a lot. Pray God's word back to him and remind yourself while you are praying God's word back to him, while you are praying in accordance to his will for your life, that God can not lie. If God told you um, and confirmed it through his word, you are going to get married one day or, or you are going to have children one day or you are going to, um, you know, own your own business one day. And he has confirmed it through his word. Remind him of that passage of scripture when you have days where you doubt. Pray expectantly, pray expecting God to do what he says he is going to do. Another thing that a weight will produce is, uh, is, is education. When God gives you a weight and you are praying through things, he literally will educate your, you on what you need to grow in, what you need to change in, what you need to do to, um, to, to really prepare for whatever it is that you are waiting for. When you pray, 
you engage a God that starts working while you wait. God was meeting with Moses to bring about an end to their oppression. And I just want to encourage you today, you know, are you waiting to reconcile with your spouse? I mean, money situation, dreams, job, opportunity. I want you to wait expectantly. Um, I'm going to tell you just to end out the show, just, just, I was very encouraged uh, yesterday. I'm, I'm, I, I, we have two children. Both of them are adopted. Um, we have four children. Two of them are adopted. <laughs> Forgot about two of my kids there for a minute. Um, and I remember praying since I was 18 years old. I've, I just, I just always wanted to adopt. Just always, always, always. My husband came home one day, and you'll probably hear me talk about this a lot. My husband came home. One day, it was in 2012, and he said, I've been praying since I was 18. So 2012, you know, we had been married at that point for, gosh, eight years. And I I just started asking him, listen, are you interested in adopting? I've always wanted to do it, and it just wasn't the time. And he came home in 2012, and he, um, he said, you know what, now's the time. So I went and I signed us up. I've been praying since I was 18 years old. That was 18 years ago when I started praying. Signed us up in 2012 for an adoption agency. Immediately got um, matched with a birth mother who was pregnant with twins. And I thought, this is it. This is God answering my prayer. This is God that has come through for me. He has given me my double portion according to the scriptures. He He is blessing me um, for waiting and for praying. And and here I prayed all of these years. And here, you know, God's going to give me two. And um, the the birth mom had said, you know, they're they're twin girls. And I thought, man, twin girls, how fun would that be? Like I'm obsessed with you know hair and all that kind of stuff. I'm such a girly girl. And a couple of months later, we found out that the mom was scamming us. And I, this this really beat my prayer life in this area. I mean, it just really took a bat and just beat it to death. And I started thinking, Lord, where are you at? Here I prayed all these years. My husband finally is saying, yes, let's adopt. Now is the time. I'm so let's do it. I'm so excited. And I, I'm thinking here we have these twins and, but they're not even really babies. Cause the mom was lying to us. What in the world, God, are you doing? And God very clearly said to my spirit, I know this is not what you wanted, but trust me. So I stayed on my road praying. Okay, Lord, I know whatever Satan steals, God, you are going to restore it. Satan stole it away from us. You are going to restore it. We waited for two more years. And I will never forget the call that we got February 18th about our son. Hey, there's a baby. He's doing two days. You guys want him. And I looked at my husband. We didn't even, we just agreed. Yep, we'll take him. 24 hours later, we got a very similar call. Guess what? A birth mom pregnant with a little baby girl has chosen you as well. Will you take this baby girl as well? We didn't even have to look at each other. Yep. 
Yep, we'll take it. We'll take her. We'll take both of them. My son was born the following day on February 20th, and my daughter was born two months later on April 25th. Here I had prayed all of these years, and God was working. He was actively working on my husband. Then my husband said yes. And we're signed up with an agency and then we're, we're matched. And yes, that was a big blow, but that, but us being matched with twins actually prepared us for getting two. Cause we thought we were just going to get one. God was educating us. He was preparing us. We were waiting expectantly. We were looking, we were watching, we were crying out to him and every step along the way, he was preparing our hearts for what he had ultimately prepared for us. It was, as I look back now, it was a beautiful master plan, but it was incredibly painful, hard, long. But I can tell you that Jesus came through for us. Moses, Ezekiel, Miles, and Haven, Esther, Miles are their names. God is working while you pray as you wait. He's working. Trust him. Trust him. Just like he had a business meeting with Moses while the Israelites were praying to be let out of bondage. God is setting up divine appointments to answer your prayers today. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow right back here on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for The Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.